I think you guessed who this was going to be today. Uh, no, actually, oh, I, I thought it was someone else. Oh, but okay. you and I have both had the privilege through this job of mm. interviewing this guy. Yes. And what you see is yeah. what you get. And always made it sound like you were his mate because he always remembered your name. Yep. Yeah, yes. Very good. Like a politician, but better. Check one, two, two. An envelope contains the music topic to discuss. There's five minutes on the clock to fill. And there's no time to prep. This is Banter with Clairzy and Lisa. I'm just going to get my timer ready. <laughs> what is that? Oh, no. It's, uh, it's John Farnham. It's John Farnham. It's John oh, Farnham. John Peter Farnham. John Farnham. What a... Wonderful man. He's a wonderful, wonderful, you start lovely, about the voice? lovely, lovely, lovely man. Mm. English born, who became Australian of the Year. Yes. Which is quite a sensation yes. in itself. What a, what a success in your new land, even though he came here very young. From I, Dagenham in England. I don't know a lot about John Farnham, no. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Um, I know that uh, he had a song called Sadie the Cleaning Lady. He did when he was Johnny he, Farnham. When he was Johnny Farnham. Yeah, King of Pop. And he has spent his entire life trying to live it down. Yeah. But it was hilarious. I yeah. do remember seeing him singing it in black and white for some reason. Uh, Maybe it was the Don Lane show. It might have been. Know, probably yeah. something like that. Yeah. And then what would have – was ahead of Glenn Wheatley, mm-hmm. you know, risking everything yep. for – Mortgaging the house. You're the voice. For Whispering Jack. Yep. Oh, album. Whispering Jack. Yep. Uh, and wasn't that worth a, a worthwhile move? Yeah. What else happened before that? Well, what happened in between Sadie yeah, the Cleaning yeah. Lady yep. – yeah. And that. Well, John had a lot of hits and was king of pop for a he lot was, of years. Exactly. And so he, what was what songs yeah. came out? Yeah. Uh, he had a song called One, the One. Lo- Loneliest Number. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head yeah. was a huge hit. As yeah. Um, and then he, he after that initial success, because um, he did a bit of theatre stuff. He I was going to say, I yeah. know he did some theatre. He, he definitely did some theatre work. Did that come before? He was in uh, Pippin. Yeah. Pippin. Yeah. <laughs> did, it was, it was sort of pantomime kind of stuff. Yeah. Did that come before the, the big music success of Whispering Jack? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so he did a lot of that stuff. But what happened was he had this incredible run where he was king of pop, and I think Alison Durbin or Colleen Hewitt were queen of pop for or many Marcia years. Hines. Marsha Hines. Marsha Hines. But he, and then Daryl Braithwaite got to a point where he took over as king of pop, so yep. there were those yep. long runs. And then John had that, that phase where, because he was Johnny Farnham and it was seen as Daggy, yes. there was a long time where radio didn't play him and no one really oh. – he was playing pubs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And I remember a mate saying that he once saw John Farnham at a, at a suburban pub doing – out Bob Seegering, Bob Seeger on Hollywood Nights mm-hmm. doing covers, which mm. is really quite sad, but he had to work, had to mm. pay the bills. Mm. And then all of a sudden he got to that point in 1980 and my sister came home with this single and she said, oh, my God, you have to hear this. I was 14, 15 at the yeah. time. He, she walked in with this single she put it on the turntable yep. and it was one of those moments and I've got goosebumps singing and it was John doing the Beatles' help in that ballad style. <gasps> That's right. And it was mind-blowingly good. Yes. And she goes, you won't believe he's now calling himself John Farnham. Have That's a listen to this. That's where it started to turn. It started turning. Because yeah. there, he, I think he came very close. It could have gone either way. He yeah. came very close yeah. to just throwing his hands up in the air and saying, okay, give I up. give up. Yeah. I give up. I'm Johnny Farnham yeah. and Sadie's my cleaning lady. Um, yeah. I'm, and I'll just a, sing I think it was a each year on the Mike Walsh show yeah. in the Christmas pantomime. Yep. yep. And yeah. yeah. It could have gone that way. It could have gone that way. So he went from that point. So he was still not really in the mainstream again, but that's that got people's attention because mm. it was such a different version of the Beatles version of Help. And then he joined. It was Little, fantastic. Then he joined Little River Band. Oh yes, of course, Little so River Band. He had a couple of hit singles with Little River yeah, Band, including 
go, yeah. no, the other guy won't be around, and, uh, replacing um, Glenn Shorrock. Yeah, and that helped him cement his John Farnham yes. status yep. to move away. And also got him from, exposed in America for a while as well yep. as a singer of LRB. Yep. Now, had he, all, he was always friends with Glenn Wheatley, wasn't he? They, yes. They yeah. were friends from way back. Yep, yep. And, and Glenn obviously completely believed in him. Yeah, yeah. And, and Glenn Wheatley was the manager of LRB, so he ended up, that's when you know, playing to win became a bit of a hit. That's where it all and, uh, the crossover happened. It was the LRB with David Hirschfelder and all those guys playing the, you know, he was playing his weird instruments and stuff. But okay, and then, as you say, Glenn Whitley put everything on the line. And Whispering Jack oh, came out. So incredible. And the rest is history. Yeah, it is inc- an incredible and story. I've never isn't it? seen such a turnaround in uh, the credibility of an artist. Mm. I mean, he was always fantastic, but yeah. there was that whole, as I said, the Sadie, the cleaning lady, Johnny yeah. Farnham, couldn't yeah. be sweeter. Your mother loves him. Yeah. Into being a proper you can't pigeonhole him he's, he's not a he's not just a pop star he's not a rock star he's mm. a he's, he became he's an icon. he became an icon didn't he, he? you and know much loved Aussie and like and you said Australian of the Year you are the you know a lot of people talk about Down, down Under but you are the yeah. voice really has become the yeah, yeah. you know unofficial anthem the, well, Age of Reason of country, was another, of album, Reason. another hit album was it Whispering it was Whispering Jack was the first thing released on CD in Australia yes it was Yeah, which is also yeah. you know that was uh, quite an honour mm. Yeah. Um, and to become, uh, like I said, Australian of the Year, but so many, so many more accolades than that. But like I said to you on the air the other day, the the thing about John going and seeing him live, and he would spend so much time picking up toys and teddies and yeah. flowers from the crowd yeah. because yeah. he was so loved. And he also had, had, you know, he had the mother-in-law jokes and stuff like that. So he's of always very likable, John. Of course. Yeah. And we can't help but wish him all the best right now. Banter yeah. time is over. 96 FM, Clancy and Lisa.